welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, us, it's Ariel and Raylene, what, what, <laughs> in the house, in for the last house. time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is the last episode you'll be recording in your apartment. How do you feel about that psychologically? Um, I'm really excited for this to be the last time I record in this apartment. Um, it all kind of feels like a little crazy and last minute because we're literally moving in two days. So I'm like, I need to yeah. pack this mic up. I need to pack up. It. Like, I, I'm still thinking about all yeah. the things I have to pack up. So that's kind of where my mind is at right now. There's just like, we've packed up most of the apartment, but there's still some key things. Like our air fryer is still out because I still have French fries <laughs> I need to make. And I need to deal with that today. So yeah, my life is kind of a whirlwind. And um, right after we record this, actually, Kyle and I are going to sign the actual legal documents to, for our purchase. Yeah. And it completes tomorrow and then we move the next day. So it's, yeah, kind of crazy right now. I, yeah, like my, like I said, my, my life feels like a whirlwind. I feel like I can't focus on anything. So you're lucky you got me here at all. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just been so crazy, um, but that we're like, reaching the climax of this I know mountain. we're so close like, we're so close to it being a little bit calmer um, oh you want to hear the next plot twist yeah it snowed today <gasps> and it's gonna snow like 15 centimeters tomorrow the day before we move wow. and then it's gonna snow like 15 centimeters on the day we move to <laughs> that's so helpful I woke up this morning <laughs> to the sound of somebody scraping the sidewalk and I was like uh-oh oh, what's that no. <laughs> So, that really sucks. That sucks. It's fine. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> when I it's moved, just going to be sucky. Yeah. When I moved to here to Nova Scotia from BC, we obviously drove across mm -hmm. and we had a lot of stuff on top of our cars. Yeah. Um, like as we were driving across and we were going through a couple of different rainstorms. And when we got oh. to finally got to the house and like unpacked stuff, so much stuff was soaking wet, which oh, is... No. This is kind of a boring detail, but <laughs> this is why of all the appliances I had to buy, because my house didn't come with any appliances, mm -hmm. of all the appliances I had to buy, I actually bought laundry machines first. Yeah, Because we had, had so much stuff that got completely soaked and like muddy from the road <laughs> that we yeah. were just like, we just need some washing machine. Also because we found two ticks. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and we were so scared. And so we were like, okay, like the only real thing you can do to fight against ticks is A, not have them, which is kind of impossible <laughs> when you live in the country. That's the fight. Or B, like blast your clothing and, and sheets and stuff with heat because that will kill them. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're like, okay, well, Time to do we <laughs> really need a stove? No. <laughs> we can survive without a stove. That's awesome. I mean, you have a full set of appliances. Um, yeah, our dishwasher is faulty, so we have to get a new one. So that's the only yep. downside. But we've lived without a dishwasher for long enough, so we'll survive. We've got yes. nice brand new washer and dryer um, oh. for anyone who's wondering. That's the newest part of the whole place, basically. It's it's pretty old. It's it's from the 70s, so it's, it's kind of a cool old house. Um, mm -hmm. Not as old as your house, but still cool old house. And, it's got um, vibes. It does have vibes. It's got purple walls. I don't know if I've talked about that yet, but so whoever decided to paint all the walls before putting it up for sale painted everything purple, and I don't know why they did that. But 
it'll be fine. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time decorating and stuff and painting eventually. So That's such a I'm strange decision because I, I absolutely understand like having crazy colors in your house. Obviously, yeah, I get it. that. But getting having crazy colors in your house and then putting your house up for sale and being like, well, like the person who moves in, they can change it if they want. They can paint it a different color if they want. Like that's mm-hmm. on them. But if you're going to think to yourself, I want to sell my house, I want to put the house's best foot forward, so I'm actually going to invest a few hundred dollars yeah, like and they many hours it. of my time <laughs> to paint this house so that it will sell better, I'm going to go with an electric purple. Ah, that's a bizarre. It's just funny because it's the same white? color in the living room that's in the bathroom. Mm. like the exact same paint they clearly yeah. just were like oh well uh, let's paint this room too <laughs> why wouldn't you do white i don't know it's so funny it's that's such, such a strange bold, strange little, little decision <laughs> yeah that is a strange decision yeah it's it's quirky and i'm excited to like make it our own that'll be fun that will be fun that'll be epic yeah yeah so. all right so that's kind of the big thing that's going on over there and you move in in two days so next week when we record you will have been living in the house basically for five-ish days yeah and we have a live show coming up as well oh so yeah this fun. weekend yeah so it'll be Woo. very cool because we'll we'll really get the update of how mm-hmm. is the house now that you're there yeah we'll probably do a little tour in the live show that'll be fun and you're gonna have to start commuting to work now right yeah 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 my first day will be on friday because we're moving on Wednesday, I have Thursday off, and then Friday I have to go to work. Right, <laughs> and then it's the okay. weekend, which is good. But yeah, so I'll have my first little taste test of um, the commute, which will be great because it'll probably have been freshly snowed. So that'll be interesting as well. That'll be great. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> I might just have to stay home that day. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. I had the first snow here a couple, like a week ago now, and it was very magical because it was at nighttime and all mm. like all the christmas lights were on and i looked outside and it was snowing and when mm. i woke up there was no snow so it was just like a nice <laughs> moment yeah you know what i mean that's, but that's when it's special. like fif- your first like 15 centimeters you're like ah okay <laughs> we're in i it. just have to physically like move bookshelves across pavement and i'd rather there not be snow on that pavement but <laughs> or snow coming down onto the shelves that's the other thing I was thinking. I have some boxes that had like weirdly shaped items in them, like all of our like wall hangings and art and stuff. They're just kind of shoved into a box that can't close. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to cover that up with a plastic bag, otherwise they're all gonna get wet. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> and yeah, I also worry because it rained when we moved into this apartment as well, and just like the walking in and out of the rain into the truck makes it the floor sucks. of the truck get wet, and then yes. you're putting stuff onto the floor. So yes. I had a box of books that I don't know how they didn't get damaged, but the cardboard was soaked underneath. And I was yeah. so scared that all of my books were ruined, but somehow it ended up being okay. But now I'm really scared that that's going to happen again. So I'm like, I'm going to have to find a way. We're going to have to find a way to fight that. It's true because the floor of the truck is metal and then it yeah. just starts to just become water and it's a mess. It's, yeah, like yeah. am I going to have to bring a mop to the truck? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life now. Well, um, yeah, Raylene and I, before we hit record, we were just talking about how it's been so hectic for us the last few weeks, specifically mainly just because of Raylene's move, because there's been a couple of different times that we've had to just move when we were And you traveling, to be fair. We've both been doing weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but today is very exciting because it's going to be this final day of the uh, signing yeah. the final sheet, you know? So I'm going to sign all awesome. the sheets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to record next week and just be like, at peace in my new house. <laughs> At peace, exactly. 
Because I have um, felt not at peace. Just the fact that it's all coming up, like, my mind is just, like, losing it right now. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge shift and it's a huge, it's, like, a huge project. It's sort of like a wedding where you're, like, yeah, yes, I'm event. obviously looking forward to it and I am excited for it, but I'm also so excited for it to be done. <laughs> that Yeah, that was the thing. Anytime somebody asked me if I was excited for my wedding, I said, I'm excited for it to be over. <laughs> And I genuinely was so happy when it was done. <laughs> um, all right. Well, tell us about your reading. Has any oh, or, or any books, yeah. you know, it is a book podcast, so I'm going to have to swing it around. Oh, it's true. It's true. And actually, I was, I have kind of like a, not really a side tangent, but almost like a TBR challenge for myself that uh, I'll talk to talk about in a second. But cool. So basically what it, what has been happening is I packed up my books a couple of weeks ago, but I left out a pile yeah. of like six books that I was like, oh, maybe I'll read these before we move. Of course, I didn't read pretty much any of them. But one of the books I left out was um, A Man and His Cat, volume one. Okay. Because it's manga. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited to have read that so quickly. Um, one of our listeners actually like messaged me or commented somewhere and said that like I needed to read it because it's their favorite mm. manga right now. So I was like, okay, 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 I'll read it. So I read that and it was super cute because for anybody who doesn't remember, this one is a manga that's about a older gentleman who goes into a pet shop and buys this like weird cat that nobody wants because he's kind of ugly. He's a little bit older now. He's only like a year old, but he's not a tiny kitten. So people aren't like, you know, ooing and aahing over him. And so this cat is really sad. And then this man turns out is kind of sad and lonely as well. And he just needs a companion. And so he adopts this weird cat and it's just about them like getting to know each other. The man doesn't really understand how cats work. So he's mm. like learning how to have a cat. And the cat is like learning how to have somebody that loves him. And it's just like so lovely and cute and strange because yeah the cat is such a weird looking cat and he like sometimes he'll cry like his like eyes will well up with tears because he's so sad that his owner is leaving and he just looks ridiculous and I love it so that was really fun but now I need to go and get the rest of the volumes and yeah at least like six or seven I want to say I saw them at the bookstore when I was there last so that's an investment but I'm I'm ready for it um, are they all out I don't know it's actually, what's interesting about this series that I learned after I finished reading it is that the author actually was just posting it on Twitter and that's how oh. it got, like, gained traction. Gosh. And then she was able to get it published traditionally, which is really cool. So I was like, that's a fun story. <laughs> so I think it's probably still, probably still going, but I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it too much, right. but I can, I can only imagine it's still going because it seems quite popular. Um, but then I wanted to talk about the pile of books that I had next yeah. to my, my table because these are books that like I'm really excited to read. So I wanted cool. to talk about them. Just kind of go over those. Hold on. I had to take a picture of them because I have now packed them up. So <laughs> my picture is here. So yeah, one of the books, actually, I haven't talked about it in a while, but Nothing Much Happens by Catherine Nikolai, which is that short story collection of books or stories that help you fall asleep. I haven't oh. been reading that a whole bunch, but I have read a few more and they're they're good. I wouldn't say I love it. Like the first two or three stories were like, yeah, this is like super relaxing. I think it's probably just because I've been distracted and haven't been able mm. to focus on reading that much. So I'll read a story and I'm like, I don't want to hear about you going to the grocery store to buy a bun. <laughs> like I'm not interested. <laughs> so I think that was, just, it's just a me problem. So the book about relaxing, like it couldn't even relax me. That's the state I'm in right now. Um, <laughs> But then the next couple of books, like these are all books I want to read so badly. So I'm, I'm mad that I wasn't able to. Um, but Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry is on that right. list. Yeah. That's one that I just bought recently. Super cozy, super calm is kind of the vibe that I think. So I'm hoping that I'll read that as soon as we move in. 
fingers crossed we'll see it's also fantasy i've been talking about wanting to read fantasy so this is just like this is my moment but we will see and then of course i've got i want to die but i want to eat takbaki takboki by um so i'm really excited to read that that's for a book club obviously luckily i've still got some time i started to get stressed i was like oh my god i'm not gonna be able to finish it but i haven't even like there's still almost a month there's like a month so i'll be fine so i've got that and then Maybe most excitingly, a book that I've been wanting to read is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by mm-hmm. Gabrielle Seven. Because, I mean, you started reading that book and you raved about it from just the little bit that you read. So I got excited because of that. But everybody has been loving this book. Like this yeah. one has been getting a lot of hype, which can be a scary thing, but also can be exciting. Mm-hmm. And I want to get in on that. I want to read it. So I have a friend who read it and she didn't like it at all. <gasps> And I'm not going to say who the friend is because she literally (laughs) said to me, she's like, I'm not going to tell the internet because people are so obsessed with this book that I know they're just going to get pissed at me for not liking it. And she's like, it's not a hill. Like, why die on that hill? That's a nothing hill. She's like, I just didn't like it. I thought it was really overhyped. And I was like, that's actually so interesting because... First of all, it's a real. It really shows how intense the book community can get, where it's just like uh-huh. you literally are too scared to talk about your true feelings on a book yeah, if it's I got a that. fandom. Yeah. Um, but then, secondly, like I've never heard anybody not like that book. So now right, I'm there's like, there's got to be someone. <laughs> well, I'm like, is there like a secret contingent of people who are too scared to speak up? <laughs> what a weird book for that to happen to as well, though. It's like. People are people that insane about this book. I guess I didn't realize how I'm hearing a lot it was. of. I'm hearing a lot about it. I'm hearing a lot about it. Okay, it's getting Makes a little crazy. Me interested? Yeah. See, I'm really hoping to read one of those books once I move. I'm hoping once the move is done, my mind will be clear, and I'll be able to read a book. Mm. But we'll see. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Yeah, that's my goal. Did you um happen to get any new books this week? I'm guessing not. Like you've been so busy. How would you even have pulled that no. off? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have not. I was trying to think. I'm like, I packed up a couple of extra books yesterday, but they were just my, my birthday books that I already hold. They still right, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let me tell you about my week. It's yeah, what's been going on with Ariel? a very strange one. Um, <laughs> Did you fall in a well that... again? Pardon? Did you fall in a well again? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not this week. No, Thank not God. this week. Um, no, so... It sort of seems to me that I can't have an extremely busy week and read at the same time. Like, I really yeah, notice these trends. Happen. And when I'm at the end of a renovation project, mm-hmm. I am so busy with that project that that's all I'm doing. And, like, I'll do it until, like, 10 p.m. at night. And then I'm, like, exhausted and I just get in bed, go on my phone and fall asleep. Which is yeah. a terrible pattern, but it is what's happening. But in the last week, I finished my bedroom renovation. Mm, And I'm so excited about it. Like, it turned out exactly like I wanted it to. It looks in, it looks in real life exactly how I had it in my head. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's super satisfying to just see the thing, like, become real. Mm -hmm. Um, It has wallpaper, new curtains, new floor. Um, So it just has turned out so cozy and so beautiful. But, and, well, I, I say all of that to say that, like, I feel like it's actually become, like, the perfect reading room because oh, it's yay. got, like, a little lamp next to a pretty chair. Like, I'm just like, this is a whole vibe. Like, it's this the is dream, perfect. yeah. <laughs> oh, I sent you a photo of my new little fireplace that I yes. got for it. So I'm like, this is perfect. Like, this is a perfect little situation. 
Um, but I am gonna I haven't been able to use it yet because I just mm. finished it and posted the video. Um, but so okay, number one, I'm gonna tell you my, my tales of reading. I've been reading I've been reading two things and I bought two things. Ooh, so, okay. The first thing that I'm in the middle of is this is kind of random, but <gasps> the time machine by H.G. Wells. Oh, a little reread. Yeah, I think this is probably my fourth or fifth time reading this book. Oh, wow. I love this book. It's extremely good. So basically, my boyfriend Connor this year, I think, I think I've told you this. I don't know if I've told the podcast. I don't know why I would have. But he uh, he decided to do a challenge this year to write 100 short stories. He thought that that would be a sick mission. And it was. <laughs> it is a sick mission. And he's on, I think, 97. 98 yeah he only oh, wow. has two more stories go to Connor, write go. um so he's been like really doing that all year long it's been really fun to follow along and he'll read me some of the stories and stuff mm-hmm. so it's been a really good time so the other night he read me one of his new stories and it w- started exactly like the time Ooh. machine uh you know it's for people who have read the time machine um you know what i'm talking about for, for people who haven't basically it's like it's England, you know, it's like the 1800s or the early 1900s feels very... Actually, no, it would be the late 1800s because he makes a point of pointing out that there's an incandescent light bulb there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, turn of the century and it's like, you know, like a smoky British manner kind of a thing where mm-hmm. it's just like you've got a bunch of men over around a fire mm-hmm. talking and smoking and philosophizing and it's um like one of those nighttime fireside conversations and you have the time traveler and he's explaining the fourth dimension to (gasps) his friends he's like we all know that there's three dimensions but like obviously depth height and width but none of those could exist if it wasn't for the time dimension Mm. and it's obviously, it's fake science for a science fiction novel, but it's so compelling and fun mm-hmm. the way he's like trying to convince his friends of the science, scientific discovery he's made. And yeah. he's like, so what I've, I'm doing is I'm building a time machine. And they're all like, that's impossible. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. And so Connor's book started really similar to it, to that. There's like a group of men and they're talking around a fire mm-hmm. and, a, and it's like, a, a long time ago and I was like did you make it like the time machine on purpose and he was like I've never read the time machine <gasps> I oh was like oh shit it's so good <laughs> and so I I actually pulled I pulled it up on uh, my computer because I was just sitting there on my laptop at the time mm-hmm. so I pulled it up on Project Gutenberg uh, who has all our public domain books and I just started reading it out loud and I read the first like four chapters and I was like God, it's good. <laughs> it's so good. It's just such... It's exactly what science fiction, like, at its prime was in the yeah. way that it's just, like... I almost feel like we know too much now. <laughs> like, we've been to <laughs> Yeah, space. that's true. We've been what's, to the moon. What's we specu- have a, like, what are we speculating about anymore in our speculative yeah, fiction? Yeah, <laughs> we have Hubble te- the Hubble telescope that's, like, taking... 4k footage of mars Mm -hmm. and everything like we've seen everything we've known everything 
we have iPads. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're so advanced that now our sci-fi is always, like, set way in the future. And it's like, yes, yeah. I, I'm not, I am in no way knocking that. I'm just saying how much I enjoy the romanticism of sci-fi from the time when the dude was excited about an incandescent bulb. Yeah. Right? He's like, <laughs> That's you know, he's trying to convince us that maybe we could move through time. And you know that the this author and the the original readers of this book and his characters that he's writing about they would never imagine stepping on the moon like that is so yeah, that's far true. away it's too from impossible. it just they don't even have tv <laughs> yeah i can't even imagine this they barely have radio they barely have photograph like the concept to them of of what we know about space and and science is mm-hmm. it's just crazy so anyway it's just so fun to read it it's just so fun so yeah I then didn't realize that we were going to come to Halifax for a few days and I didn't bring it with me. So I could keep reading it obviously on my phone because I said like you can read it on Project Gutenberg, but I'm like, no, no. Partway through, like I read two chapters of it. I was like, oh, hold on. And I ran down and I grabbed my copy and then I just kept reading from my book. So I do want to keep reading that because it also feels like such a winter vibe. Um, I don't know why, like old Mm. sci-fi. The other book that I am reading is The Spinning Heart by Donal Ryan. Oh, hey, look at you go. No more BS. <laughs> yeah. So Donal Ryan, for people who haven't heard of him, is an Irish writer. This book of his was his debut. Um, and it was nominated, uh, longlisted for the man Booker in 2013. So I guess it was like nearly 20 years ago oh now. But still, uh, for your debut to be nominated is epic yeah that's hardcore so in like 20 wait did i say 20 years ago i meant yeah i chose to just (laughs) overlook it yeah (laughs) i knew what you meant i did mean i did mean 10 years ago oh my god we're not that old yet we're We're in the future um in like 2016 or 2017 i was in a bookshop and i saw this book um all We Shall Know by Donal Ryan, and I'd never heard of him, I'd never heard of the book, but it was so pretty, like, it was just such a pretty book, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, what's this, it had blue sprayed edges, um, and I bought it, and I was, like, really excited about it, because it's, like, fun to ra- to read a random book you just don't know anything about, and then mm-hmm. I remember, I definitely bought that book in London, because I remember it was in Hatchards, um, but I remember reading it in Copenhagen, so I'm... Uh, <laughs> I must have been like, oh, I'm just going to bring this book on my trip to Copenhagen. So I took it with me and read it in like pretty quickly. Like it was like two days or something. And I loved it. I was like, oh my God, this is such a beautiful book. Mm -hmm. Ever since then, I've been meaning to read another Donal Ryan book. Oh, you haven't read I have read one other one. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought you read his newer one. Yeah, I have read one other one. Gotcha. Um, And it came out a few years after the one I had read and it was actually one of my favorite collaborations I've ever done with a publisher like Penguin reached out to me and they're like we're publishing his new book we know you liked his last one would you want to team up and do a video about it and I was like oh yes dream so that was really it was a fun little collab we did but after that I'm like I kind of only read it because I was doing that video with them do you know what yeah. I mean? And I liked it, but I definitely did not like it as much as the All We Shall Know. Mm-hmm. So I've been like, I want to read more of his. I bought his new one that came out like last year, Strange Flowers. What's crazy really is that this time when I was in England, I saw he has a new one out. And I'm oh, like, oh my, my God, don't You should just I... buy a new one every time you go to, uh, <laughs> yeah. to England. <laughs> I can't keep up. Um, 
but yeah, he's got this, this is his debut. It's what started it all. And I was like, I've been meaning to read it for ages. So I started reading it. I'm, I'm having a little bit of a difficult time with it because it's hmm. written in like, like dialect. Oh yeah. Like, you know, in Harry Potter, uh, for some reason. <laughs> when Hagrid talks? <laughs> yeah. For some reason, J.K. Rowling was like, I'm going to write Hagrid's speech insanely. Instead of like, <laughs> like you're a wizard, Harry is spelled Y-E-R. And you're like, I get it. There's an accent, but like. Yeah, but he's the only one. <laughs> and it's fine. Yeah, it's fine because he's the only one and it's not like he has these giant paragraphs or anything. But this entire book is written in in the dialect and mm. in the like slang and in and it's just a little difficult to follow i'm like i think honestly if i was irish it would be no problem totally, i think yeah. if i was british or scottish or welsh and i was used to hearing irish people um or i had a similar slang etc to them i might understand what's going on a bit more yeah but totally. as it is i'm a little bit like Hey, yeah, because uh, it's like if you don't know the word that they're saying and it's said in a weird way, like it's yes, it's exactly. written in a weird way, I should say. It's like, what exactly are you? I don't. Happening? There's a lot of like apostrophes, you know what I mean? Where it's like, we're like cutting off words and like, mm. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, I felt like that when I first read Blood Red Road by Moira Young. That's just kind of like a random reference, but it's written yeah. like that as well, where it's kind of written in like a slangy kind of way and like people who are kind of uneducated and so the way that they talk sort of like mm. um the chaos walking trilogy is like this too and it takes a little while to get used to it but this is yeah. different because it's actually like it's an irish accent rather than just being kind of like random yeah i mean slang. maybe i'm maybe i'm um <laughs> overemphasizing it a bit too much it's not really like spelled weird but okay. i guess it's it's a mixture of it's just so irish and then yeah. mixed with mixed with um the dialogue is just, it's sort of a, a la Sally, maybe this is an Irish thing, like Sally Rooney, like there's no quotation marks. Oh, interesting. So it, it's just in the yeah. paragraph. Um, okay, so here's a, here's a paragraph, right? Here's a paragraph, the first paragraph of the book. Okay. It has no quotation marks, no breaks. Mm. This is one paragraph. Okay. My father still lives back the road past the, all right, you see what I mean? Yeah. Like my father still lives back the road. I'm like, back the road, uh, <laughs> back the road, past the weir in the cottage. I don't know what weir means in the cottage oh, I was reared in. I go there every day to see is he dead and every day he lets me down. He hasn't yet missed a day of letting me down. He smiles at me, that terrible smile. He knows I'm coming to check is he dead. He knows I know he knows. He laughs his crooked laugh. I ask is he okay for everything? And he only laughs. We look at each other for a while, and when I can no longer stand the stench of him, I go away. Good luck, I say. I'll see you tomorrow. You will, he says back. I know I will. So it's a little... And you know what? It was actually made so much more sense to me reading it out loud. <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe you should read the whole book out loud. <laughs> Maybe I just need to read the whole book out loud. So if... It's not, like, terrible. It's not like, oh, this is, like, illegible. Um, yeah. You read... But it is a little bit, like... Uh, some of the words are missing. So it's a just more dialecty. It's more like yeah. a guy is talking. And, I almost and, feel like it would be easier to listen to it as an audiobook, maybe. Yeah, you might be right about that. I um, feel and, like that's the vibe. No quotation marks, and so you're already a little confused, and then you're like, "Wait, oh, someone said that." Aye. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'll I'll figure it out. I'll I'll get through it. Um. So yeah. So I'm in the midst of those two books, and then I got these two books, which I picked up at the <gasps> at the bookshop, and oh, they're the ones yay. I talked about. 
So these oh, are so the cool. another two of the books in the Storybook ND collection from New Directions. Last week I read... Wow. I forgot the name the of it. The English... The English Understand Wool by Helen Lewitt. That's it. <laughs> um, so now I have Three Streets by Yoko Tawada. And cool. uh, Spade Work for a Palace by Laszlo Krasnoro- mm, Krasnorkai. <laughs> I love the name Laszlo. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Yeah, so that's very cool. This one at the top says translated from the Japanese by Margaret Mitsutani. And Spadework says, uh, translated from the Hungarian by Ooh. John Batke. I don't think I've ever read a, tr- a Hungarian book before. Yeah. So that's very cool. So um, Three Streets by Yoko Tawada is three stories. Um, it said so in the copyright information. It said, uh, let's see, these three stories were selected from a volume originally published in Japanese. Um, as I can't say that that's Japanese, but it says the English translation is a century of walks in 2017 published by arrangement with the author. So we've got three stories that are all set in Berlin. So I think Yoko Tawada lives in Berlin. Wow. What a tangled web. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I hadn't read the back, but I I've just seen the like top line blurb. It says, Yoko Tawada presents three terrific new ghost stories. That's interesting because I have read the first story and it did have a ghost in it. Each named after a street in Berlin. Okay. That's fun. But I haven't read the rest of the synopsis. So I've, but I have read the first story in here and it was pretty good. I don't know if I like short stories, Raylene. I was thinking about this. Oh, yeah. Which is so interesting. I really do like some short stories. Like I've definitely read a lot of short stories that I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, that was stunning. That was beautiful. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I must now say like, I, I love that my boyfriend's writing short stories. Mm-hmm. Like they're really fun to read and, and for him to read to me. Um, however, a lot of the time when I read a short story, I'm left feeling like that wasn't enough. Yeah. You know I love short novels or novellas. That's my peak for me. Yeah. So I'm like, I, so. I want it to be long enough that we get into the characters and we understand the nuance and we Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of similar. Like I like long short stories if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like ones that are just like only a few pages long. What's the point? Almost. Like, a, like sometimes they can be really good. One of my favorite Ray Bradbury short stories, which I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's literally four pages long. Right. And when I finished it, I was like, that was outstanding. Like that okay, was yeah. so, so good. But for the most part, I do enjoy like slightly longer. Like give me 20 pages. Yes. Yeah, so these, it. these are, each of these are 20 or 25 pages. So there's three long short stories awesome. in here. Um, the first one was about this woman who's walking and she's on her way well, she's been invited to go to dinner and she's like, okay, I should get over there. But she keeps going other places instead. Like she's mm-hmm. kind of being avoidant. Yeah. Um, and she just is like really observing around her. So she'll be like, I saw this and I'm seeing this and I see this. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really interesting. And I thought it was like such a great scene. But I was really like, at the end of it, she's like, God, I really have to go to this dinner. And, um, and that's where it ends. And I'm sort of like, show me the dinner. Why didn't you want to go? Who's there? Tell me more. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm going to read the rest of them and I'll let you know next week. Man, that um, story sounds like some dreams I've had. 
Like I have <laughs> dreams like this all the time where I'm like, oh, I should really get to work. It, I have to start work in five minutes and then I don't. And then it's like, oh, well, I'm five <gasps> minutes late. I should probably go. And then I'm like, nah, I'll just go do this other thing first. And like, it's the horrible. I hate it. It's like a nightmare. I'm like, that why don't I just go to work? Or school, yes. whatever it is. Like, just why, why am I not? Why don't I go? And then all of a sudden, it's like five o'clock, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, I she can't says, go now. <laughs> she says multiple times in the story. She's like, if I were to leave now, I, I'd still be on time. And you're like, right. just go. <laughs> I feel like I would like that story because it like it feels like it literally so many dreams I've had. That's yeah, I think maybe you that too. was the goal. Kind of just like, ooh, what's going on? <laughs> There's no explanation. Sometimes that's the thing with short stories. Sometimes you get a really good, like, oh, that was the meaning of the story. And sometimes it's like, who knows? <laughs> yeah, a little thrown up in the air. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I guess I, I accidentally got myself into the middle of three books this week. Wow, I'm jealous. You know, the reason that I started Three Streets by Yoko Tawada, mm. even though I'm already into The Spinning Heart and I have it with me here in Halifax, the time machine, I was like, okay, I left that behind. Yeah, it's forgotten. That's it okay. I accept that. The spinning heart, though, I left in my car, parked <laughs> like eight blocks away. Oh, no. And I was like, you know what? I'll just start this new book. I'm not walking. At least you're reading today. something instead of being like, oh, I don't have the book. I'll just go on my phone. I really <laughs> admire that. I'd rather see you start a hundred books than, <laughs> than waste yourself away on something that you don't really want to be doing. On the old Instagram. Yep. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Because that's what my life has been lately. I, since I can't focus on reading, what I've been doing is watching movies, watching TV yep. shows, and watching like videos on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really excited to get out of that cycle, but I just can't, I just can't read. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for movie tub today because I saw some really good movies this week, including, um, I should just pick one. Okay, the I know, one I, was, I, I was wondering if I should talk about the two. I did a double feature one night. Yeah, well, I did a double feature, like, uh, one night we watched a really good movie, and then the following night we watched a really good movie. But I think I'm just mm. going to do one, and it was Tar by Kate <gasps> Blanchett. <laughs> I want to see that. Starring Kate Blanchett, I mean. I watched Don't Worry Darling just as a little oh, uh, that's teaser intriguing. for people. Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about those in Movie Tub. But before we uh, get ahead of ourselves here, I need an, I have an announcement. <gasps> I have a small announcement. Oh it's goodness. small. It's not huge, <laughs> but it's an announcement. So when this episode goes live, when you're listening to it, it's December. I don't know oh, yeah. how it happened, but it's, it happened. It's here. It's December time. <laughs> and December is probably the best, most fun time for the podcast because oh, true. we get into a little bit of a, a mania while we're trying to <laughs> like finish a bunch of things in time for our wrap-up episodes. Yeah. So we'll have a big episode at the end of the year where we go over, you know, the classics, like what was what were our favorite books of the mm -hmm. year and um, other other categories like that, best covers of the <laughs> year, stuff like that. We'll also go over our statistics, like I read this many books and 40% of them were this and 20% of them were that. Like, we love that stuff. I'm so excited. <laughs> Last year, we started doing a thing where we share a survey yeah. that you guys can fill out. And that way we can talk a little bit about our community's reading year mm -hmm. in review. Um, and it was really fun to do it last year. So we're doing it again. So linked in the show notes or on our website. Mm, it, yeah, it'll probably be on our website, but just link to the show notes. Okay. <laughs> link to the show notes in the show notes. Um, 
we have a link to the survey. So this, this thing's going to be open. Um, I forget until when it's like December 20th, I think. So you have about two to three weeks to fill this out, but I recommend just doing it now, but it's not very long. And basically it's just a bunch of fun questions. That's just like, (laughs) how many books did you read this year? What genres Mm -hmm. did you read this year? Um, et cetera. So it's just fun. Like we're not doing anything <laughs> with this information. We don't. We don't make money. All we do is make work, actually. Because yeah, we're and we're going... literally just gonna spit it back at you guys so that you can hear the stats. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll be the so you'll hear like what is the books unbound reading community into? What were our favorite books of the year, etc. Um, so definitely there will also be a few questions on there that might be a little podcast related just for our knowledge because it's Mm -hmm. interesting. Um, but yeah, so if you want to fill that out, that's linked in the show notes right now, check it out because we're excited to film that or record that episode. Um, it'll definitely be a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. We did that. We got it out of the way. Now it's time for book games. Ooh. Okay. So... Today, I have not crafted my own game for you. I have found a game that we can play together. I have not looked at the, like, I have not played this quiz. It's a Sporkle quiz. I just sent it to you. It's called 30 in 60 Classic Novels. And the the subtitle is, can you pick the author of each of the 30 books in just 60 seconds? (laughs) So I think this is going to be a little bit crazy. A little bit frantic. So is it going to be like multiple choice? Like it's going to... I have no idea. <laughs> and are we competing? Oh, uh, yeah, I think so. I think we we want to oh, see Lord. who can do better. Can either of us get oh all 30? If Like it's just going to be a frantic little quick quiz. Um, okay, but yeah, so I have literally not even... I've never... I haven't even clicked play quiz because I didn't want to get any advantage. So I have no idea what we have ahead of us. Um, but yeah, we should link to this in the show notes as well for people who might want to yes. try. Although we might Good be idea. spoiling it by doing it right now. We'll see. Okay, true. so let me know when you're ready and we can both hit play I quiz. mean, it's on my phone. Here it is. One... Oh, it's on your phone. So you don't have a typing advantage like I do. Wait, you have to type? You have to type? Well, you might have to type. I don't know. It's Sporkle. You never know what you're going to get. I'm just I'm just putting this out there. I've played so many Sporkle quizzes where you have to like type out people's names and stuff. So I'm just oh, warning you. Man. Okay, okay. Hold on. I'll try and bring it up on my computer here. I, I would uh, advise that. Yeah. I would say my computer is at 9% and I don't have a charger. So that's why I was avoiding <laughs> opening up anything. I'm hoping we don't have to type because we only have a minute to yes. get 30. So I'm. Oh, it might not be that, but I just worry about doing this on the phone. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one, play quiz. Oh my god. Okay, it's it's not multiple choice. The authors are all over the place. I can't find... I know who this is, but I can't find the freaking guy. There he is. This is so difficult. This is extremely difficult. Sorry, I'm being silent, which is super boring for a podcast. There's just a bunch of names as, like, buttons below, and then it tells you the name of the where book at the top. <laughs> and I'm like, I know that's George Orwell, but where is he? Oh my God. This Wait, I is... actually can't see the author. Oh, there he is. God <laughs> damn it. This is so difficult. Where the hell is Bram oh, Stoker? Is... Okay. Uh... It's just so hard because you can't. Oh. That's not right. Where is he? There he is. Oh uh... my goodness. Oh God. This can is go Dr. next. The world according to Garp. Oops, I don't know I that the one. Wrong one. You don't know that one? No. Ah, where's E.B. White? Oh, okay. If I can't find F. Scott Fitzgerald, that's going to be a problem. There he is. I also have my brightness at like two so that the battery lasts. <laughs> like really squinting This is here. hectic. This is really hectic. Oh, oh, okay. oh I I'm ran done. out of time. Oh, I ran I out of time too. I only got 12. 
I got nine. Okay, so now that we've done it, I can explain this to people. I feel like we definitely can't. It's a hard one to spoil. So basically, there's at the top of the page, it'll tell you the name of a book. And then below, you can also skip. You can go next or previous to kind of skip through them, which I think would have been a smart move. Yep, would be I to skip through that. until you find the book that you know goes with an author. But there's basically all the authors. Oh, they're alphabetical. I just realized that. Yes, I did notice that they were alphabetical. I feel like we should do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we sucked. Yeah, that was really tough because it's like I know who the author is. If I if it was a typing game, I if it was a typing game, actually, I think we would have done better. But yeah, it was, a, it was so yeah, like you said, it shows you the title of the book. It's like The Great Gatsby, and you're like, oh, okay, that's F. Scott Fitzgerald. But then you're looking at a tiny list of names, and you're yeah. just trying to find Fitzgerald, comma F. Scott. Exactly. Now that I realize they're alphabetical, I feel like I could do better, but I did not know that. <laughs> Well, how many did I only you get? got nine, but I Ooh. swear to God, I think I know all of these except for the world according to Garp. I don't know that book. That is John Irving, my friend. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I now, yeah, I wish that I had skipped through more. I think that's the only reason I got an advantage on you is because I started just skipping because I was like, okay, I need to find the one that goes with Emily Bronte. Like that's the only way I'm gonna figure this out. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What a mad dash! Wow, that was a mad little dash. <laughs> a mad, just a quick mad... little book game. Mad little dash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't have like a big old game plan for today, but I will have a bigger game for next time. Okay. I actually have a really fun game plan, but it involves both of us being near our bookshelves. So I couldn't do it today. Oh, okay. So you need bookshelves. (laughs) Yeah. I need the bookshelves. So that'll have to wait until after I have bookshelves and for you to be at your house. So I'll have to plan that accordingly. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Actually, this... Couldn't be worse for both you and I. <laughs> Neither of us have any books right now. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode. A little bit, a little bit of a hectic energy, but we're very excited yeah. for next week when we're way more calmed down, settled down. Things should mm-hmm. be getting back into a groove. Um, yes. I also will just say personally. I am trying to be overambitious with my reading over the following month to Ooh. try and like just have like a turbo boost at the end of <gasps> finish line idea. here, right? The yeah. finish line for us is what day do we record the special episode? I think it's like oh, the geez. 20th or the 18th something or something. like that. Yeah. So it's... I don't actually have until the end of the year for it to count, quote unquote count. Mm-hmm. Um So I'm like very much looking forward to this mad dash to see what I can finish before the end of the year. Um, So we'll see. I'll keep you. How are your spreadsheets looking? Have you been filling out your spreadsheets? No. Are you going to? (laughs) I want to. I really. Well, I will. I will for sure in time for our episodes that I get the stats. That's what I was gonna say. Like, how else are you gonna figure out your stats? You need I'm a actually pie chart. Really, I'm really looking forward to filling them out because as of right now, I don't know any of my stats. Yeah, really. that's funny. A surprise. So it'll be very fun to fill that out and uh, and see what, what the damage is, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, we are going to go record the Movie Tub now, which is our mini podcast we release every week in conjunction with our main episodes where we talk about movies. We said we're going to talk about Tar and Don't Worry Darling. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Harry Styles. Ooh, <laughs> drama. <laughs> um, and we will catch you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye.